0: Absolutely, and we'll do it with a man who you'd know very, very well, Uh, one of the preeminent trainers uh, around the traps at the moment. uh, Had a hat trick of wins last night uh, or at Geelong yesterday with Graceful Light, Drumroll Please, and Love and Thunder. He's got some very, very good runners today, including a fair few favourites. And uh, Jeff Britton has been good enough to jump on the line with us. G'day, Jeff. How are you going? Well, uh, we're going well, but I'm, I'm interested to know in all your career so far, where does being the first ever guest on Midweek Meadows rank in your list of career achievements, please?
1: Uh, it's right up there, I'd say. <laughs> <It's>, uh... <laughs> yeah.
2: Jeff, uh Troy here. Just uh, want to talk about today's races. Going, Good, thanks. Uh, welcome to the show. And um, you've got Barcia Prince in race seven, number seven today. Uh, thoughts
1: on that one? Yeah, look, he had a bit of an injury, and uh, he's coming coming back fresh after running over six hundreds, and uh, he'll have to get out well from box seven. But uh, I expect him to go well.
2: And uh, in the the race after that, box five, run by Knight, uh, strong sort of chaser, uh, but does need a bit of room early. Is that a fair assessment?
1: Yeah, look, he's uh, he's got a you know a lot of ability, and uh, if there's one dog to get past, he he might hit us. You don't know, so. Uh, but uh, I give him a good chance as well.
2: Now, it would be us not to talk about all things greyhound and tomorrow night in the Sandown Cup, you've got... Uh, in the Sandown Cup, pizza at Sandown, you have got uh, two of the fancies. True Detective, uh, thoughts on chances there?
1: Yeah, look, um, you know, he's drawn pr- probably where he wants to be. Um, you know, he likes to get out wide... From box eight but he just seems to be too far off the track there I, I i just think he's better off being in the red and uh if he gets off a little bit I'll hopefully he is leading so uh which he will have to do and uh you know i sort of I give him a good chance to make the final uh you know either if it's first or second
2: and uh just quickly mr Harley would obviously be remiss not to talk about him the up-and-coming stayer at the moment who's taken all before him so far yeah
1: look he's he's done every everything right so far, and uh, I just hope he can keep it going and you know you never know in these races um there's a lot of new dogs trying out the seven hundred and you just don't know what can uh, what can happen, so all of a sudden there could be another one come up as well as what he has.
0: I uh, was speaking to Jeff Britton, one of the best uh, Greyhound racing trainers on the first ever edition of Midweek Meadows. Uh, Jeff, tell us about your relationship with the Meadows. I mean, I know that for, for different trainers, different tracks hold different sort of memories and, and they've got an affinity with certain places. What does the Meadows itself mean to you as a trainer?
1: Yeah, look, yeah, you know, I've had some really good nights there and, uh, uh, you know, probably the one that stands out the, the most is probably uh, Mapunga Haley and... Uh, yeah, you know, when she won the, the uh, maturity and I think on the same night uh, I won over the distance in a group two with, uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the bitch now, but, uh, you know, I had two group winners that night and then probably Mapunga Blazer when he won the maturity as well, so they were just huge nights. Well,
0: it's been an absolute thrill for us to be able to have you on today. And, and of course, never forget that you were our first, our very first guest on Midweek at the Meadows. (laughs) Uh, Looking forward to seeing how Barcia Prince and Run by Night go today into early favouritism and looking really, really hard to beat. Uh, Good luck today. And then, of course, it's a massive night again tomorrow. So uh, all the best there as well.
1: No worries. Thanks very much.
0: Speaking of leaders. This man is a leader in his field uh, of greyhound racing, punting. That's why we've got our next guest involved in uh, a revolutionary form of punters club. It's called Inside Track Club. And if you go to sen.com.au and go to the SEN track page, you can follow along. But Troy Little is the preeminent hunter in greyhound racing this man is an expert and along with Dr Turf who does the thoroughbreds these guys are our experts that you can subscribe to basically get one-on-one video tutorials with uh, SEN Inside Track Club has just been absolutely taking off Troy Wanick uh, lining the pockets of the SEN Track family and the man who's been doing a lot of that lining is Troy Little who's been good enough to jump on hello mate
3: thanks guys good to be here
0: Uh, It's great to have you. I'm surrounded by Troys, but that's not a bad thing, especially when we're talking greyhound racing, punting. Mate, uh, congratulations on how you've got uh, off and running with Inside Track Club. Uh, This has just been superb, and you're getting some great results for the subscribers.
3: Yeah, it's been a fantastic initiative from Hutchie and that, and uh, we've thrown something different out there to the people um, in this COVID period while everyone's at home and thought we could go online and sort of run like a punting tipping course, you know, on on the main nights and I can sort of guide everyone through the night, how to win, how I'm reading races, how I'm reading markets, what possible bet types and I think we've had about six nights and we've had one losing night and five profitable nights. So it's going terrific at the minute Um, and we'll see if uh, we can keep ticking it over.
2: I'm, uh, I'm actually thinking I might have to join in on this. But that, that's quite great. Uh, well, I might have to get on this as well. Um, why wouldn't you? Why not? Uh, Troy, we know your form as a tipster and excellent. Uh, have you had a look at today's Meadow card and you got anything that stands out to you?
3: I actually had something on that last leader. would you believe? Because it wasn't the best dog in the race, but, you know, it was a chance of leading and that's what dog racing's about and you've got to try and find value. I have, uh, I thought race nine, number one, was a leading chance today uh, and the early speed muffers have, have knocked that price in unfortunately I didn't get top odds but um, it'll be hard to beat Kraken Pennies if it can find the front. You'll look at her recent form and it's pretty ordinary but she's got the pace to nearly lead here and if you go back to her form a couple of preps ago, she's got a couple of hot meadows run so I can see all the uh, all the data statistical punters who bet on bet late. they'll be coming for this dog and I can see her starting tight and I think if she holds the front clearly, she's a bit touchy under pressure. She wouldn't want a dog on her outside, but if she holds the front through the first corner, I think she'll be getting the job done. And also, I thought race 11, number eight, I thought he's boxed to win this dog called Nadali. Been racing in a lot better grade than this. Gets a nice draw, slow early, but loves a little bit of room to rev up and has got dog seven, who has drawn a few wide gates in recent times and wanted to head left to the fence. So... He's going to have no excuses, Nadali. And if he clears the pack by the first turn, it'll be all over. So that's all you're betting on there is him clearing the pack. But, you know, they're my two that I think can uh, get the job done in a few races to come.
2: I'm just curious to know your thoughts, Troy, while you're there. Um, Sprint Gordon in yep. that same race. Uh, what did you make of his uh, last start win at Sandown? A uh, Quite impressive run of thought, strong effort.
3: Very impressive, Troy. Very impressive. But, you know, I just can't come into dogs with bad box manners. I've made my profits and money over the years backing leaders and and speed mapping dogs that are in front. So dogs that are $2.80 that are slow early, um, more than than a night you're going to lose on them unless they're a price. So because he's got such – he's had two starts here and he's missed a kick twice and I've got the black going left, I've got to sort of take him on, and that's that's the reason why I'm with the pink. But there's nothing wrong with the way he's going. He's chasing good, and he's taking gaps. But, yeah, the price and the setup of the race just lent me towards the pink.
0: There we go, Troy Little. That's what you're getting when you subscribe to the SEN Inside Track Club. This is not just tips. This is a coach. Uh, and, Troy, you are doing a cracking job, mate, and we'll look forward to getting on uh, one of your tips for today. Cracking Penny a little later, mate. We'll. Join in and we'll tune in and we'll hear your best uh, tomorrow night. Sandown, it's going to be a big night and I'm sure you'll help the Inside Track Club uh, make it a profitable one.
3: Yeah, it should be good. Can't wait. Big grit one night tomorrow night. Live on SEN Track, welcome to the Midweek Meadows with Sam Hargraves
0: and Troy Iwanek. Make sure you nominate your business today for a chance to be the Meadows next Victorian Business Challenge winner. That is race eight, the Victorian Business Challenge race. And then if you win that next week, this next race, race nine, will be named after your business. You can register 0499 736 736. It is race nine at the Meadows in six minutes. Before we get to our next guest, uh, Troy Alwanik. Um, Have you got a tip for us, please, so the punters can get on for race nine? Well, I'm going to draw our attention to this race to Troy Little's tip, which was race
2: nine number one, Kraken Pennies off the red. Uh, Actually, showing fair tote price at the moment. Short in the fixed odds at Mm. 290, but the uh, the tote price is quite juicy.
0: So that's number one, Kraken Pennies. Are you going to back in Troy's? I am. I I
2: actually. Don't mind this tip, and um, I, how dare I go against Troy. I think he's absolutely on his game at the moment, and uh, with the strike rate he's showing, I'm going to jump on board as well.
0: If I was going to argue with Troy Little, and far be it for me to do that, I, I would be maybe having a look at Gigi's fire. Um, it's very strong. A bit of a drop in class. It looks to be a race here, and it, it might just be a field that she might have a bit too much for, but. Um, Far be it from me to disagree with our experts. So I won't. But if I was going to, that would be where I'd be going. Yeah,
2: no, look, fair point. Uh, Definitely an each-way chance. Uh, I guess it depends what the red does. If the red does begin well, and like we're predicting, it could be very hard to beat. Uh,
0: They're coming thick and fast, by the way, for the Victorian Business Challenge. We've already had four people uh, text in, so that leaves only four places to go. So keep texting in. Dash will collate all those for you, um, but it's an absolute pleasure to be joined by the CEO of Melbourne Greyhound Association at the Meadows, a place where you're a director of, Troy Wanick. Uh, so you'll know our next guest very, very well. 12 months in the caper, could you imagine uh, 12 months ago that this is what you'd be going through now? Ashley, welcome to Midweek Meadows. How are you travelling, mate? Probably not what you thought you were signing up for 12 months ago, but what a great job
4: you've done and you and the whole team. Thanks, Sam, and good afternoon to everyone. Um, Yeah, it's been a very interesting uh, 12 months. I I started off with a couple of very wet and stormy Group 1 meetings to um, commence my tenure, and then obviously uh, after the Australian Cup, COVID-19 hit, and it's um, it's been a very interesting sort of six weeks, and I think we've got a, a long way to go to get out of it, to be honest.
2: Uh, Troy here. Ash, uh, just a couple of questions for you, mate. Um, how do you think the club's faring through COVID at the moment? And uh, you've obviously come from the horses and now to the greyhounds. Uh, what's the difference you've found between the two? Uh,
4: yeah, g'day, Troy. Um, good listening too. So It's um, been great hearing uh, both you and Sam on the radio. It's a really exciting program. Um, look, it's it, it's unprecedented what we're going through. I mean, you know, as a director of the NGRA, we, we, we're constantly talking about um, not only the current situation, but... But dealing with the road out, um, I, I have some concerns about the industry as a whole in terms of where we will be in 12 months' time, as, as a lot of businesses and sporting organisations probably do um, under the current economic environment. So it, it's, a, it's, a moving, um, it's a moving beast, there's, there's a lot to, um, lot to get through over the next couple of months. But uh, being the club like we are that's had such a good governance arrangements in place for some time, we're well placed to weather. Um, any sort of economic storm but um, it, look it's, it's a day by day sort of um, event at the moment and um, hopefully you know we can get people back in the pubs and clubs because obviously we're, we're heavily reliant as an industry on that wagering turnover from uh, the TAB so um, yeah fingers crossed that can happen soon and we can get back on our feet as an industry as a whole. Um, second part to your question it, it's been an interesting 12 months obviously I, I came from a thoroughbred background i I've done a bit of everything in the thoroughbred world from working as a racing manager to uh, working for the department that services the Minister for Racing, Martin Picoula, um and then obviously running the Werribee Racing Club before I joined the Meadows. So um, one thing I've noticed, and I keep saying this to everyone that asked me this question, the greyhound racing industry is very tight-knit. Everyone looks out for each other. They, they get together. They, they all know each other well. Um, it's a very friendly and family-orientated atmosphere, and that's been... Uh, one of the biggest pleasant surprises since joining the, the meadows.
2: Uh, I guess following on from that, um, obviously, uh, look, you've done a fantastic job so far. And, and, and like you say, it's unprecedented times to come into an environment like this uh, and have to deal with it like everyone's dealing with it. Uh, any plans for the future and, and projects that you think might be ahead that you're looking forward to? Uh, obviously, other than this show, which uh, will take off after today. <laughs> but uh, anything, yes. anything you're planning and looking forward to?
4: Oh, I, look, Troy, um, obviously the former um, CEO, Marg Long, had, had done a fantastic job. She'd been with the club for 27 years, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, and had seen through the, the major move from Olympic Park out here to Broadmeadows. Um, she started a fair few exciting infrastructure-type capital projects um, regarding um, a potential straight track at the, the meadows. Um, I'm really keen to sort of keep pushing... More of those industry-based projects over the next 12-18 to 18 months. Once we get a bit of a sense of where we where we come out of this COVID-19 storm in the next sort of six months, but we're really keen to keep building our industry-related um, infrastructure here at the Meadows, so that um, we can keep supporting the participants in particular, so that we've got a strong product uh, and, and, a, and an industry to look forward to for the next hopefully 10-20 years and beyond.
2: No, look, uh, spot on there, and um, Marg did a fantastic job, and, and I'm, I'm, you have taken over and filled those, that role very well and uh, putting your own brand on it now, um, and we're, we're looking forward to the future. But uh, thank you for your time today, Ash, and uh, I know Chairman Eddie uh, Caruana is a Carlton supporter, as are you, so uh, I think you were very happy when you came on in that regard. But uh, all the best, and uh, let's hope for things to improve, and uh, we keep racing.
4: Thanks very much for having me, and uh, it's great listening. I'm, I'm really proud to see this show get off the ground and uh, looking forward to the next six months.
2: Live on
3: SEN Track, you're listening to the Midweek Meadows with Sam Hargraves and Troy Iwanic.
0: Wonderful to have your company. There's still a couple of spots left in the Meadows Victorian Business Challenge. Zero four double nine seven three six seven three six. 499 736 736 in order to register your business you'll get one of eight dogs in race eight next week at the meadows on wednesday and then if you are to win race nine the following week will be named after your business we'll throw in a 250 and fifty dollar voucher to the meadows which you can use when crowds are allowed to come back because if you haven't had a night out at the meadows you just haven't lived true i can we just get a tip before we get to our next special guest race 10 at the meadows is in nine minutes are you having a play here and if so tell the punters where and why
2: I'm going to tip uh, Fancy Francine here from The Seven for Brendan Purcell. Uh, I think it's got the place to get across and could feature prominently. Uh, and in, re- in similarity to what we had earlier by a message coming in from one of our listeners, uh, Buddy Boy Turbo, I think a little bit each way, just a bit of value there with a light run, but I am tipping The Seven, Fancy Francine on top.
0: Yeah, has a nice bit of class about it too. Has a good record here as well, um, as well. Uh, I've just said as well twice. I'm not sure why. <laughs> uh, so you're going number seven, but uh, we've had Matty O say he likes, uh, which is, his, he reckons it's his own, um, Buddy Boy Turbo. I wonder if that isn't. Matthew Lanigan, Uh, I've got a feeling a trainer. I think it might be Matty Lanigan.
2: Uh, He tunes into these sort of broadcasts quite a bit, and uh, is a fantastic lover of the sport. Loves greyhound racing, and does a fantastic job. A young guy in the sport who's done a terrific job job as a trainer.
0: I'll tell you who's doing a terrific job, and that is the general manager of marketing and strategic communications. In these really tough times at the moment, greyhound racing, along with harness and thoroughbred, has just done an extraordinary job. uh, Given they've been able to keep going, uh, but putting on great cards, uh, sandown on Thursdays have been fantastic. Obviously, the Meadows is always brilliant in what they do every Wednesday and, and every Saturday night as well. But the industry has just been innovative, it's been engaging, it's got behind community, uh, it's done so much uh, in this really tough time. And a lot of the credit for that needs to go to Louise Martin, who's been good enough to join us. Hello, Louise.
5: Oh, good Sam. Call me Lou, please, or I'll look around for my mother. <laughs> Louise is, is the harsh name. Look, I just want to thank, big shout out to you guys for today. This is a bit exciting. And hello, Troy. Nice to speak to you on the radio. Good on you. All oh, the wireless, as some of them call it, <laughs> uh, still. Um, and um, really, it is a great uh, exercise for us in Midweek Meadows. And we can't do this without the participants and without the stars of our sport being our dogs. So uh, it's a, a team effort and uh, I just love the whole sport. So marketing it is, is not a chore, it's a, it's a passion.
2: Lou, Troy here. Um, look, we, we talk about how community-orientated the industry is and it truly is, um, but it's also very focused on the greyhound itself, uh, both as a race, racing greyhound and as a pet. Uh, now, I've been told that uh, you have a pet greyhound called Princess, uh, formerly known on the racetrack as Suntory Gold. Can uh, you want to tell us a bit about her?
5: Yeah, well, she's just lying here at my feet at the moment, and she did watch her daughter, Angie Ling, come last. But never mind. Um, <laughs> so uh, in, in race eight, but never mind. She she still loves us. So Prinny's related to the Golden Easter egg winner, Tonk. Um, but she's, she didn't do so well. I got Prinny from Angela Langdon, and, and I can tell you something. It's not just a bond with the dog that you get when you um, adopt a greyhound. It's a bond with the um, trainer as well. So I got it straight from Angela. And I adore Prinny and I adore Angela about the same. Both really lovely kind hearted people, and uh, I think Angela has more drive than Prinny, though. Unfortunately, Pretty used to stop, apparently, and look around and see where everyone was, but um, she's an amazing animal, and she's brought a lot of love into our family, and uh, uh, one of my staff... said, please don't go on too much about her on radio, but I can't tell you she does definitely have English as a second language, and she is definitely part of our family and is, um, you know... Absolutely
2: wonderful for all of us. Look, they truly are fantastic pets. Um, we, we can't speak highly enough of that. Uh, we, we've also noticed here that uh, she has a, another daughter. I think it might be or son.
5: Yeah, Debbie's Destiny. Yes, racing
2: yes.
5: in race eleven. But, yes. Good luck, Troy. Don't put any money on it. Don't say. Oh, look. I shouldn't say that, actually, dear. Oh dear. <laughs> I think I should say that. Stan <laughs> Buehr is the um, is a tra- is, I think trains Debbie's Destiny and. Um, Sure. I think it's saying $17 at the moment outside, of, but look, um, they're beautiful natured animal greyhounds and they do love to run. And I've only been around the industry now for four years and I can't believe how, um, how graceful they are in, in both as a pet but also as a racing dog.
0: Well, we are going to speak a little bit more about the GAP program, the Greyhound Adoption Program, which you've uh, partaken in as well, Louise. Uh, We'll talk more about that in the show still to come. But uh, before we let you go, because we do have to get to stall for the next one there in the harness. But... The $3.4 million that the state government has put up to help secure the 4,000 jobs in the industry that is greyhound racing uh, hasn't come, couldn't have come at a better time. I know Alan Clayton, the CEO, has really welcomed that package, but it, uh, it must have really put a big smile on your face and everyone there at GRV when you're uh, rightly so presented uh, with that cash injection.
5: Our racing minister, Martin Pakula, is just such a supporter of of all racing codes and Greyhound Racing as well, and uh, yeah, it is great, and uh, I'm sure the board and the CEO will plan very, very carefully what they do with that money, which is, uh, yeah, a great injection at this time.
0: Louise, sorry, I should say Lou, you did ask me not to call you Louise, (laughs) Uh, don't look around, your mum's not there uh, behind you. Thank you so much for jumping on, Lou. We really appreciate it. You're doing such a good job. The innovations, the promotions, the charity work that you guys have been doing during this time has just been extraordinary. You should be really proud of of what you've been able to do, and we can't wait to see what's to come.
5: Thank you very much, and uh, proud of my staff and and of everyone else involved, including you guys, Essie and Track. It's great. Thank you.
0: Each week on the Midweek Meadows, we like to highlight one of the charity partners of the meadows this week it's good feel better uh look good feel better i should say sorry look good feel better one of the charity program partners of the meadows and joining us is the program manager faye venning faye hello welcome to midweek meadows Uh, why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about what you guys do at look good feel better
6: Thank you, Sam, for having me. Um, Yeah, it look good, feel better. We run a free program for cancer patients. Cancer um, affects all sorts of different people and lots of different cancers out there. So we don't choose which cancer, just any cancer. And we run a program whereby we um, help these people, whether it's men, women or teens, uh, to deal with the... um, um, problems that they have with their skin uh, their appearance related side effects of the treatment itself and so we run workshops helping them to um, help with the dryness um, help them with some makeup tips teach them how to draw on eyebrows because of course a lot of them lose that we also uh, uh, help them with um, learning how to tie scarves and headwear we give them some help also with um, wig selection and all that's run by a group of Um, trained volunteers so um, that's a terrific um, uh, thing that we do physically but of course at the moment we can't be doing that so we're actually doing virtual workshops Um, so we're doing it online which has been an initiative we've taken off with since um, this has all happened for us Um, we've also got um, what we call a confidence kit which we also send out to people in remote areas people who normally um who can't get to a workshop but we're sending it to any cancer patients at the moment to try and help them through this time
2: uh faye troy here um can you tell us a bit Hi, of, troy. how going can you tell us a bit about your involvement with the meadows so far
6: Yeah, well, we've been really, really lucky with the Meadows. The Meadows have supported us really well since um, 2017. Um, We get involved with the uh, great event they call the Girls' Night Out, which they have normally in August, Um, and that's been a really, really fun uh, night. Um, With our association with the Meadows, um, they've generously donated... $33,000 $33,000 over the last couple of years, which means that's been, that has funded 33 of our workshops. So 350 people basically um, have benefited just purely because we've had an association with the meadow. So it's been fabulous.
2: And uh, before you started getting involved with the meadow, had you been to the Greyhounds before that?
6: i hadn 't but a couple of the volunteers that came to the uh, girls night out with me had been to the the um, meadows and they 'd been involved with the um uh, the greyhounds before that so um you know, we've gone out and had a great night. They've enjoyed all of it um, and so forth. I'm just going to jump in
0: there if we can. We've just got a green light at the sure. nose and we'll come back and hear more about this fantastic charity. Well, from the outside, right. first to go, Kraken Bam Bam will lead. Britwood Marshall out quickly. Nadali's just clipping over heels a length away, third. And then Star Knight getting up behind them as they've jammed up. And it's Nadali sweeping around to grab the lead. Going to second, they love me. The outside of Kraken Bam Bam. Then Debbie's Destiny, Britwood Marshall. Well back, Star Knight, Sprint Gordon, Nadali the lead. Led by three lengths, Crackin' and Bam Bam, and then They Love Me. Nadali's overcame that early trouble. Turned by three lengths, clear to Crackin' Bam Bam. Really good win, that Nadali. Nadali by three lengths to Crackin' Bam Bam. Third close photo I'd St Debbie's Destiny and those to They Love Me. And then Britwood Marshall, no luck at all today. Followed by Sprint Gordon and Star Knight, 30 and 34 to Nadali. There we go. That's number three. Uh, We'll get that a combo tip. It's what Troy Little told us all about. Uh, And, Troy, I want it. You absolutely agreed. So, number eight, Nadali winning race 11 at the Meadows ahead of number one, Kraken Bam Bam. By the way, uh, if you missed race five at Ballarat, number seven deserved one, Uh, paying 480 as well, ahead of the favourite, Halcyon Dame. Now, Given I can't understand what Dave Taggart's typed me up here, I don't know if he was on number seven or on the favourite number six Halcyon Dame because his sentence made no sense. Uh, We'll get him to explain it when he joins me after three o'clock. We're chatting to one of the charity partners of the Meadows at the moment. The manager of Look Good, Feel Better is Faye Venning. Look Good, Feel Better is a free national community service program. It's run by the Cancer Patients Foundation. It's dedicated to teaching cancer patients how to manage the appearance-related side effects caused by treatment for any type of cancer. It's a fantastic initiative. Faye, before we let you go, and we really thank you for holding on there, how can people find out a bit more about what you guys do and maybe get involved to help out?
6: Yeah, well, of course, the best way is to go to our website, which is lgfb.org.au, um, and we've got to support us. There's um, you can visit um, the give page, and there's lots of ideas there of how people can financially support us. Um, you know, by you know regular giving, and by fundraising, corporate partnerships, all sorts of things like that. Uh, also, um, of course, a really big part of it is to uh, um, uh, we, we're always in the lookout for uh, people from the beauty industry, any part of the beauty industry, coming along and being one of our volunteers. And again, they can go to the website as well um, and um, register to, uh, to become a volunteer because uh, we're always looking for volunteers and we're always looking for support from the community.
0: Uh, beautifully done. Faye, before we let you go, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Troy has just a little parting gift for you as well. Yeah, uh,
2: for coming on today and, and as we move forward each week, each charity that comes on will receive another $200 uh, donated oh. to that charity.
6: Oh, Troy, that's fabulous. Uh, at the moment, it's hard to get money, as we all know. So it's uh, it's a great that uh, that will help us with what we're doing at the moment. So-